2: and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of
0: the girls in Podcast. Be back, man. I like those cats you're doing, man. It reminds me of when we went to China, man. Those uh, Chinese lucky cats, but I see them in uh, different colors, man.
1: Yeah, well, these are uh, these are bat cats, you know. Uh, oh. you see the, it's see. a double uh, resin pour there, double resin casting
0: pour. Nice, nice. very
1: uh, advanced technology.
0: <laughs> um, I saw you um, making them, dude. That's pretty cool, man. I like uh, the. Well, different- you know,
1: people like to see those process videos and stuff like that. Hopefully, they get inspired, go out there and give it a shot themselves. You know, it's uh, you know, I like keeping a somewhat of a balance between my mediums. You know, I don't want to just do stencils or, or just do sculpting or, you know, whatever. So, gotta yeah, keep for it, sure. you know, keep a variety, you know. Yeah. Dude, man. I feel like a dodger right now. Was that? Because uh, everyone in the house uh, other than me has gotten, the, has gotten a cold. Uh, not the COVID thing, because, you know, we tested or whatever, but I'm um, like a head cold. All stuffy and everything, you know, started with a, a hard swallow or whatever. And you know, since they know it's not the COVID, they're all like trying to give it to me. You know, kids coming, love you, daddy. <coughs> you know, and it's like, dude, you know.
0: What? Wait. So if it's COVID, they don't want to give it to you, but if it's just the regular flu, they have no problem giving it to you. <laughs>
1: You know, they figure, hey, you know, you're, you're in the house. You should be sick, too. You know, it's
0: like, well, no. that's that, that's life with kids, man. I mean,
1: I can sure. hug you from here. I don't I don't need to actually physically touch you. I can just, you know, <laughs> eye contact is good.
0: So, <laughs> so we need to get some updates, man. Don't cause... have kids, man. <laughs> that's the lesson of this show, man. I mean,
1: uh, oh, that's right. You don't.
0: But. Um, hey man we need to get some updates on you because uh, you know i want to get back on the road with you and travel again for art and stuff like that too Dude, it's uh, getting house-
1: one step closer as far house- as the movie goes yeah uh, tell me about that we had some big news on uh this past friday um there is this term in um filmmaking called picture lock and that is when the editor you know and the director and all the producers and all the cooks in the kitchen and everything and finally agreed that whatever you cut you have ended up with is the cut you're going to work with. Meaning you're not going to take any parts away. You're not going to add any parts. You're just going to take what parts that are there and they're going to put some CGI stuff in certain parts and, you know, CGI animation or whatever. Uh, they can do the sound, the mixing, um, dubbing, all that good stuff. But that can't start until you have picture lock. And dude, it got so stressful because um, I guess like beginning (laughs) of last week or maybe a little bit before that, we found out that the editor, uh, Jeremiah, this big time editor, man, um, you know, got some more work and it started the following week. And so Friday was going to be his last day. And on Friday, dude, there were still notes to be taken care of. So, my wife had to go into the editing bay, you know, and they just sat there for a few hours until finally, uh, you know, both the even the head guy, uh, Michael Mendelssohn, showed up and, um, you know, they went over the notes and luckily they were able to work it out uh, pretty quickly. And Michael hops up and goes, Yeah, you got picture locked.
0: Nice, man. I think,
1: dude, that was, you don't understand. If they hadn't gotten a picture locked then and had, had, and the editor went to work on another piece, they would have, had to wait till he was done with that to come back and get picture lock. And dude, it's 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 a lot easier to get a, fil- a film done once you have picture lock.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like when you're, I'm. It's kind of like the arrangement when you're writing a song. I mean, before I get it mixed and before I get it mastered, like I want to have all right. This is exactly how I want all the and the the notes and all the sounds arranged. Basically, it's like you can cut from that. But at this right. point in time, yeah. it's kind of like, the yeah, the yes. arrangement. So this it starts just...
1: with the first assembly. They call it the first assembly. And that's like all the rough cuts that they had that they thought were good. All sandwiched together. And that was two hours and 55 minutes. Mm. And they got it cut down to, I think, an hour and 25 minutes.
0: I see. I see. And My that's why there's got
1: cut. My, there was a I had like a short, literally small, you know, uh, part uh, speaking, mind you, um, but it got cut and, you know, I don't care. You know I mean? Fuck it. Fuck it. You know I'm not, It's no big deal to me, you know? Fuck them. They can kiss my fucking ass for all this shit.
0: <laughs> on, you know? Let me ask you on that. Uh, I, and
1: I probably look, didn't look good in it anyway, you know,
0: whatever. On the uh, IMDB website though, <laughs> do you still get like, uh, like uncredited? <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Uh, no, no, I'll still be, I'll be on the, I'll
1: get credit. You know, I'll be in there. It's just that the, they cut the, uh, the scene.
0: Oh, I see. That so you, must There's going to be a bunch of actors
1: that are listed that are not going to be in the film. You know, you just got cut out of the film.
0: That must suck when people, you know, they think this is their big break, and then, like, I mean, for you, it's, like,
1: it's brutal. You know, <laughs> it's brutal. There, you can't understand how many times my wife came home from the editing bay just broken and in tears because parts that they spent hours, days getting that were awesome. You know that. We didn't do we need it for this to this? Is it really a needed part? Do you need to have that in there? <laughs> gone. <laughs> gone, 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 mm-hmm. gone,
0: mm-hmm. I see. You yeah. Know? I mean, it's just you and know, for the making- an
1: editor and all the other people, like, I don't give a shit how long it took you to get that, you know, image and that footage. It's doesn't, we don't need it, you know. Maybe you do a director's cut We you do, you know, the extended version or some shit. That's why a lot of times you see director's cut. On, uh, on films, you know, because there's a lot of stuff that they felt like they wanted to use. And the, whoever was the chef, the head chef, basically, this, particular, this one happens to be Michael Mendelson, who's a very interesting guy. Um, and, uh, you know, what he says goes, but there's a bunch of other chefs involved, you know, with, with influence and everything. So, you know.
0: Yeah, that's like of it's...
1: influence. Actually, dude, tomorrow my uncle and his partner come in town for a visit down from uh, from Seattle my uncle is a badass dude he's a badass motherfucker he um <clears throat> he's uh, he was a surgeon for many years but dude he went to vietnam you ever watch mash you know mash the show yeah. mash yeah you know the guys are in there that's that was basically him man um and uh he actually had you know was having dinner with a friend of his the next night um he found out that dude got wounded he had them uh, out from a helicopter to take care of that guy.
0: Nice, <clears throat>
1: badass motherfucker, dude.
0: <laughs> so he's coming up. Yeah, so they're gonna be here
1: for a couple of days. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting because um he's what years old now? You know his partner Rob is um it's about 65, 66 or something like that. Um and uh you know um kind of like the the odd couple situation you know it's like what do you do to hang out with them you know
2: when was actually the last he still time plays you seen tennis him? so i'm gonna
1: uh it was before the um before covid so that was uh about almost, it was january so
0: about two and a half years ago no oh, i see yeah. that's cool yeah, yeah so man it's been a while so anything but, um, else going on? I mean, aside from the movie, and uh, you know, you got some relatives coming in, and the kids, uh, sick. <laughs> Man, teach, dude, you we, you live an exciting getting life. Getting a school for the
1: kids to go to, and then we're probably going to get in another house, um, that's closer to the school that they're going to. Um, yeah. So we find out the school they're going to, and and uh, we're going to be trying to get closer to, um, I guess it's Sherman Oaks. Um, right now we're we're about you know, it, or it could be you know anywhere from a 10 minute drive but you know if you got traffic and everything it could be as much as 45 minutes don't think that doesn't drive me crazy you know right? <laughs> trying to time that out
0: <laughs> all, all in the world of, uh, the exciting but world dude, of- we,
1: looked at, we looked at houses that were like right around the corner from where the school is and for how expensive they are and what you're getting it's ridiculous okay, and then one last thing and then I'm on the, the bitching shit no, I filled worries. my Well, no, I shouldn't say I filled it. I put $100 of gas in my truck yesterday, and it wasn't even three quarters of a tank. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) that's just, that's never happened to me. That's that, it just was kind of shocking, you know, that I was like, okay, 100 bucks, that's enough, that's enough. You know, I didn't even know the, the pumps would even go that high you know usually used to at this one station it's top off at 75 if you're using your debit card well they they switched that um but uh dude you know what though I'd much rather be paying a 100 bucks uh for that much gas than having to you know get some weapons and defend uh, defend the country that I am in
0: <laughs> yeah i mean you know like i said that that's going on in the ukraine man but uh yeah, you know, like I said, for me, man, uh, you know, this year for the young people that are listening that <laughs> that that do more stuff than go to the gas station and uh pick up their kids from school. Uh, you know, Coachella's been happening this weekend and uh you know it's Coachella, what's that? I'm kidding. Come on, bro. I'm kidding. You're you're not that old yet. You know what I mean? No. But, hey, anyways man it, it's so funny because weekend one and weekend two uh you know it's like back-to-back three-day festival basically right and this is like i don't know i haven't been in a few years and um you know it just felt so good not to go actually and i saw this uh i saw this meme and it said no that pressure
1: I, figuring out where you're gonna use the bathroom and you know <clears throat> where it's you're not bad it's and... just like
0: they live stream everything right on um TV now and it's like I could just watch it in my living room like if I want to see a particular performance I don't need to deal with the crowds I don't need to deal with like going all You're the way to Palm Springs I know I know exactly and I saw I, getting mean, old. I I saw this uh, I saw this meme the other day it said I used to sneak out of the house to go to parties now I sneak out of parties early oh to God. go to my house basically <laughs>
1: That's the definition of getting old right
0: there. Well, no, it's not that, man. I just like, one I've already them, done say. that so many, it's, 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 you know, if it was a new experience, I, I would welcome it. You know what I mean? But I've already done it so many times that I told myself, it's like, unless I'm a performer at Coachella or something like that, it's just, I'm just like, not really, or, if, you know, somebody one of the artists invites me to go and even that's pushing it, man. Like, I'm like, I, I don't know, man, you, you, it better be a, you know, pretty damn close friend for me to uh, go support their you performance. You on a good
1: stage or are you on one of those little side stages that no one well, goes not,
0: to? Not, not even that. It's just like, it's just like backstage and all that stuff. It's overrated. But like I said, it just, it just means so much when people come out to support you. And I, I and I get that for uh, oh hell uh, yeah uh any artist, you know what I mean? You, like, you know, I've had so many friends that, you know, they went on this music journey and, um, you know, like, The day that they actually played the big stage like none of their friends went and it's just such a common story you you know i mean it's just like such a common story for me because by the time you make it to that level all your friends are old and they have children and then uh you know they don't really uh do that kind of stuff anymore so like i said to me go support your friends man because it's like one of these things it's like you know it's very brave to pursue a creative endeavor. And then, uh, you know, when you hit that that, you hit that mark, man, like it does suck if you're here alone. But, uh, you know, today uh, here the doorbell, man, it's uh, Emerson. And, you know, Emerson's art. And uh, today, one of the reasons why I wanted to bring uh, Emerson on was because, you know, they supported uh, our friends dual diagnosis at um, at their show in Texas, basically. And oh, did, okay. uh, they were helpers for, um, you know, dual diagnosis, you know, expanding out to Austin, things like that, doing their show. And, nice. the, you know, whenever I see somebody like helping out our friends, we want to make sure we support them, too. So uh, uh, here we go. Nice.
1: I love it. Put on your red shoes and dash the blue.
0: Song on the radio. Let's color up your face. Welcome, how you doing? Can you hear us okay? Yeah, yeah, how's it going? Welcome Emerson, how you doing? Good, good. Um, I'm James and this is my co-host Teach and I was just saying Thank that- you so much for joining us today. Nice, to-, nice to see you.
2: <laughs> nice to see you. Thanks for having me.
0: Yeah. And I was just saying that, you know, it's so good when we see, uh, you know, people helping out our friends. And then when Dual Diagnosis had a show out in Austin, um, you were one of the people that helped uh, Padilla put all put the show together, you know. And whenever, you know, we have somebody helping out, we want to give it le- you know, lending hand to the community and just promote your stuff, too. So we're really looking forward to getting to know you a little bit better today.
2: Awesome. I appreciate that. I'm really looking forward to this as well.
0: <laughs> now, where where are you originally from?
2: I'm from, I'm from LA. I, I live probably, you know, three miles away from where I grew up. So I've just gone far. Yeah.
1: Grew oh, up wow. spoiled, you know, I escaped from Florida, you know, and, and made it out of here. But, he, he, uh, he's just saying, spoiled and that's one of the reasons why she's so cool, dude, is because she, she grew up. out of
0: here. Yeah. she. Cool. That's what he's saying. too. I grew up, uh, not LA LA proper, but I grew up LA County too. So like, you know, yeah. we're, we, we, we do get kind of spoiled. I would say for the music and art scene, mm-hmm. it's just like, there's always something going on every single weekend, basically, too, yeah, right? compared yes. to where uh, Teach is from, the Redneck Riviera. Um, like, you know, he had to escape out of there in order to, uh, you know, come to L.A. to, to find a cool scene. <laughs> you know, be, I, I
1: don't recommend it unless it's just for, you know, like a freak show, couple of days type of visit or whatever. Like, you know, uh, yeah, it's I beautiful. Do. They have beautiful white sand beaches and everything um, with, and some fun things to do but then uh, get the hell out of there.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I get it. I drove down there in December uh, for uh, Art Basel and a few people thought that I was from there because I was wearing, I was trying to blend in, you know, bright pink shirt, bright yellow shorts. <laughs> I was asked to sign a few petitions, and I was like, yo, yeah, I'm not.
0: <laughs> well, you drove all the way to Florida?
1: That fits right or? in actually. Yeah, yes, very yeah. much so.
0: How long did that take you to drive all the way to, to Basel?
2: uh we we took a safe four days I think we could have done it in three but you know
1: yeah I can give you an estimate on that actually 33 hours from here to to Destin where I'm from and then from Destin down to Miami you're you're talking about at least another 12 hours so um yeah yeah, that's what, the farthest I've ever driven so.
0: was to, to like uh, Austin or something like that from, from Texas. And all I remember is Texas is fucking big, man.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it took us two days to get through Texas. All the other days we went through multiple states. and
1: <laughs>
2: most yeah, of, what, our- part of
1: uh, what part of L.A. are you in or close to? What?
2: I'm in like uh, the East Hollywood area, Los Feliz.
0: Oh, cool, oh, okay. cool. The artsy area, man. Nice. That place is really up and coming nowadays i remember back when i was growing up that wasn't maybe the uh you know the the safest area in that neck of the woods but nowadays i feel like it's been gentrified and there's so much cool stuff that are coming yeah
2: yeah i remember uh when i realized because i i grew up you know earlier on i was like in hollywood proper like you know near the 101 freeway kind of like a sketchy area and we would go through like you know uh, Silver Lake Los Feliz and I'd see it and it, I remember when it clicked in my head that where I'm living now is like where we used to go through where I felt like a little bit you know, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, different whoa. areas hey. do have
1: their ebb and flow yes that's yeah. for sure
2: so well, um
1: I checked out your stencils uh your work on 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 Instagram and uh very very impressed with uh with the work um when did uh when did you um start doing the artwork to you know to begin with okay first of all for those of you who are not um watching and just listening can you give people like an idea of approximately how old you are
2: i'm 28 years old as of last month
1: so happy belated birthday thank you
2: i got to turn 28 uh in austin that was the same day as the the dual diagnosis opening so that was my birthday yeah (laughs) padilla got me out there like as a you know half thank you half birthday Type of it was incredibly kind of her and dave to you know allow me to be out there
0: dude first, oh yeah first of all um, those are some great people i love those guys oh, yeah yeah, yeah. Now, now, how did you like austin was it your first time in austin
2: it was my first time for being there for longer than an hour um,
1: okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> in the airport or i i i've, I've flew in and i spent a few days in houston i had a friend in austin so i drove down there she took me to the graffiti park when it was still out there i spent like 30 minutes at her place and then i drove back to houston
0: i I Uh, like that you still hit the graffiti park real quick while yeah while you're out there no he's living the life yeah
2: she was like this is the cool thing out here come on
0: It's so cool because I feel like Austin's like it's kind of like a small town and like, you know, it's not like you're from LA, you know. It's like, yeah. it's nothing like where it's like a cool downtown area where, I mean, there, it's like the Staples Center is cool, right? But then it's like everything around the Staples Center is like super dangerous, right? Yeah. You know, so it's just like, there's not an area like in Austin where you can just kind of like walk around everywhere and there's like blocks and blocks and it's just like a super cool up and coming city. I feel like there's construction going on everywhere. It's like, if yeah. you want to buy some real estate right now, that's some a good place to invest in some, right?
2: Yeah. It's so funny. like. Um, Oh. I'm sorry,
1: wait, getting back to your to your art origins, when did the art influence start with you?
2: Um, it, it started pretty young. I actually was uh, enrolled in a performing arts school in middle school. So one of the requirements to be in that school was you had to do some sort of art. Um, so I did like theater for the first year, realized that it really wasn't for me. Picked up guitar, a little bit of visual arts here and there, but... Um, Throughout high school, it was mostly guitar until I'd say three or four years after I graduated. And that's Mm -hmm. when I really picked up on visual arts. Um, Cool. Yeah.
0: so, So you started with music as well. We always kind of talk about the, the uh how they kind of go hand in hand on this show you know i myself i'm not a visual artist per se you know i'm more of a musician while teach kind of focuses more on like the visual arts and things yeah. like that you know so it's like a. it's i always think it's cool that when artists kind of are they try different disciplines go ahead teach
1: i was just going to say um the uh, pieces that are behind you on the wall um, oh yes are those yours or
2: yeah yeah yes from, you know, different periods. I don't know how well you can see it, but the pineapples from like a few years ago, it looks like it's pretty washed out. I have light in my eyes. I'm trying to be accommodating to the video. <laughs> no, no,
0: no worries. We'll, we'll bring up your art individually. And we'll talk okay. about it a little That'll bit more better. as we go yeah. too. Yeah. Well,
1: those those look like uh, um, paintings. Yes. And uh, is that oil, oil on canvas, I
2: guess? Uh, spray paint and canvas.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, did you make those also?
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I I only really work with spray paint. I'll do uh, acrylic markers sometimes. Oil is scary to me for some reason. Uh, <laughs> it seems kind of like. Well, hey,
1: you know what? The the fumes from the the turpentine. You know, if you get the odorless turpenoid or whatever, sometimes that has an effect on people. And so I totally understand that. Um, yeah. No, I'm asking, did you make the canvases?
2: Oh, um- those
1: canvases. Because I saw on one of your your um, posts that you know you're actually making the the stretchers yeah. and, the, um, yeah, and the canvas yeah. and
2: everything. So which this is one actually, rare. Yeah, this I'll admit really, I don't really do really that. Really I'm
1: weird. I'm a lazy ass. You know I go buy the everything already done and everything. I, I yeah. you know I'm lazy. I don't give a shit. But it's
2: certainly easier that way.
1: <laughs> well, but then it's it's just not as um, original and um, you know that's yeah it's not as original as the pieces that you do then
2: yeah and it is it is cool to have like control over the sizes like this one this Bruce Lee one is the first actually uh canvas that I built from scratch uh and I got to do that that's like a 40 by 42 or something you know something that you can't buy um if you look you know if you look at the back of it it's not the best that it could be obviously because it's the first one that I made but um you know once you you use
1: someone's shop or did you have did you get tools or how did you how did you make it?
2: I woke up one day and I was like, stretch canvases are really expensive. Let me go spend $500 and buy some (laughs) stuff. And maybe I'll make that money back. Maybe I won't. Maybe, you know, I'll cut off my finger. I've never used a table saw before. Um, But, you know, that same (laughs) same day I built this canvas. So... uh, it's just a lot of determination. Like, just gotta read instructions
1: or all, no. you know, and and make sure you, you leave the, the blade guard on the um yeah on the yeah. saw.
2: Yes, I think I think that's on there. I don't know. I didn't read the instructions. I know that there's the right the writhing knife. Maybe that's not a thing. There's something on there. <laughs> Whatever that's it not- is, you, you
1: manage to make uh, uh you know pretty nice stretchers with it. So um, anyway, major kudos to you for that. Because like I said, you know, you see this canvas uh, behind me up on the wall here. That's- uh,
0: Is this the same one that we're talking about?
2: That's a smaller version of it. I actually didn't build that one. Um, When I first started painting, I went to dog, and I bought like a hundred like really cheap, really, you know, not deep canvases. And now I'm just like a few years later, finally using (laughs) all of them. You get
0: that michael sale and you got to buy a bunch of them right yeah <laughs> you know?
2: and then you actually like start doing art and you're like hey these are all like worthless why did i do that
0: <laughs> totally so so tell us like bruce lee is this i mean uh you know i see i, I love when people are inspired by like asian american people man you know what i mean so uh, uh tell us a little bit what's your connection is it the movies or like you know when would you first get introduced by, to bruce lee tell us a little bit about that
2: well this one actually was largely brought on i uh work out at this like martial arts and boxing gym Oh, okay and so yeah when i got in you like watching ufc fights i don't have i haven't actually watched them it's it's something more for self-defense you
1: know
2: yeah it's just it's i think it's more um based in self-defense especially kind of as a smaller woman in la I've had a few like interesting or unsettling situations so I just want to you know know I can throw throw a punch
0: at least know how nice. to throw a punch or do something right Yeah <laughs>
2: exactly <laughs>
0: Especially living in, I mean, like I said, uh, your, your, your neighborhood is a little bit more up and coming nowadays, but you know, you never know when you get off that freeway, like, uh, yeah. you know, the, the situation is really, really crazy in LA right now. Right?
2: Well, I've had it even literally right around the corner from my front door. Some dude in a Mercedes threatening to find where I live. And, you know, he's going to come and like beat the crap out of me and following me around my neighborhood, and throwing stuff at me and like,
0: Oh my you know, God.
2: Like, yeah. And that's, you know, in what did you do to him? i put up i put up a piece of street art oh well i didn't even put it up obviously. oh how
1: dare you how dare yeah. you do that i totally understand <laughs> him then good for that guy I'm yeah that's ridiculous <laughs> it's like
2: wow thing of my dog but you know it's okay, really well, wait
1: was the street art of him doing like some something bad or like uh, no, was, it, was
2: it, it was of it... my dog floating away on a balloon
1: oh and that really offended him he needed to yeah
2: Oh my maybe God. he saw himself in her
1: yeah for those of you who are listening that's that's just that's the kind of people you find here sometimes
2: mm-hmm. you know
1: yeah
2: yeah, uh, but yeah that, so that, him, that, oh you go into the that, there you yeah. go yeah, yeah that, some that, people that. have an
1: idea you know, <laughs> it, some people watch this on youtube so we give them a
2: yeah so and it's, and it's a, a really upsetting and provocative image i realize uh <laughs>
1: well you know what you're I love hanging though? you're hanging the dog is what you're doing you're hanging the yeah, dog the balloon. Yeah. you're she killing really the dog
2: upset. i will give you that she does look really confused
0: <laughs> <laughs> i love the i love the different textures you have to kind of like show the different shading it's a really unique uh stencil did you uh, go to any kind of art
2: school it. or anything other than the uh, performing arts no no uh just just the performing arts school um that wasn't which,
0: which performing art school did you go to just curious because i feel like uh, is it in L.A.?
2: Cincinnati, in San Marcos and Roads.
0: Okay, okay. No, I'm always curious because oh, there's okay. high schoolers listening to this, and it's, like, it's always cool because whenever I he- <clears throat> hear kids that went to these schools, I feel like they had a better idea of, like, that they wanted to pursue uh, something creative earlier on. And some of them stick with it. Some of them just go and get corporate jobs, you know what I mean? But I, I yeah. always thought, like, it's kind of cool that, um, you know, like, L.A. has these opportunities to, to kind of, like, do that. Not every single... Yeah um your he, dog he trying to
1: get the uh, your attention away from your
0: computer
2: yeah as soon as i get on some sort of
0: video <laughs> why, why don't you introduce your well, dog of course
1: the computer doesn't do it it's not furry and cute and running around and wanting your love and attention
0: yeah. you know and we've we've already oh, we've already such seen a cool yeah dog. exactly we've already seen the uh the that picture, is your dog you, know dude, that I mean? you put in the that you did yeah. in the stencil yeah
2: nice. she's the star of a lot of my art pieces
0: oh cool rightly mm-hmm.
1: so that's an awesome dog yeah
2: it's Thank cool. You.
0: Well, it's a it's like the target dog right yeah yeah, you yeah. Say Gretchen Gretchen yeah. is her name
2: Gretchen yeah I love
0: that.
2: thank you i wanted her to sound like a grumpy old lady <laughs>
1: <laughs> how old is she
2: she's like four or five i don't know the pandemic has skewed my entire she could be six i don't know what happened in the last two years like <laughs> hey actually i, I found the piece of time.
0: that uh that, you lost um, track of time okay this is the piece on the wall is this the one that got your neighbor yelling at you
2: no the one okay. that I got the one that got my neighbor that's pretty my, high up there yeah well that was that's six feet tall and uh that's in New York actually
0: okay um, awesome so wait tell us about when you went to New York and then put this up pretty recently or was it in a while ago
2: September yeah I was going out there already for my cousin's birthday party and you know through some really just kind of random chain of events. I decided to go live on Instagram, which I never do. Some guy in New York decided to jump into my chat. Um, he's like, "Hey, I know uh, this new museum that's starting up, and I'm sure we can get you some walls and whatever else." And you know, suddenly I was in New York and <laughs> doing some murals. <laughs> wow! <laughs> uh, my favorite nice. part, yeah. My favorite part was he took me to all these different street spots too, um, and I just remember kind of being, you know, I'm sitting in this car and he's like a really nice car and he's driving me around and his like 90 year old father is sitting in the passenger seat while we drive to these different spots in New York and hop out and do like pay ups And
0: (laughs) you got to give this person a shout out unless they want to. No,
2: his name is Zooey. I believe his uh, Instagram is Zooey NYC. He does, he's really cool. He does this. um, Zooey,
1: when you say Zooey, is that Zoo? And then E-Y?
2: It's Z-U-I. And he restores oh, okay. street art actually in New York. So um, when artists go through and they'll put up their stuff and, you know, it's a cool piece or whatever, and he sees that people have tagged over it, he'll go in and he'll, you know, maintain it. So.
0: Oh man, we got to talk. I this love Zui. Yeah.
2: yeah. He's super cool. And what, his what, dad what? is like this, um, you know, this incredible artist as well, a more traditional, sort of like Japanese uh, like oil painting and this. If you get a chance to talk to him, I'll send you his information. He's, he and his father both have an incredible story. What's very- it, what,
0: what's it, let's, let's find his Instagram. and I'll pull it up real quick, just so the audience can follow along too. Cause it's probably yeah. on their phone listening right now and like, I yeah. want to know what's. Zo-
2: <laughs> yeah. Super cool guy. I, you know.
0: That's what I, I love about the art community, community man. Like,
2: yeah.
0: You know, I used to, I used to just travel for like business stuff all, you know, and whenever you travel, it's like, you, you know, you always try to meet some friends. And it's always difficult, man, because like there's a lot of not cool yeah, this people dude out this dude
1: travels. This dude travels more than anyone I know.
0: But like once I started traveling with kidding. Teach for the uh for the art stuff, you know, it's like all of a sudden <laughs> it's like, hey man, all everywhere around the world I have a weed, weed connect now because like yeah. artists, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. artists are all cool people, you know. what I mean I'm gonna take you to cool parties and stuff like that. So um, anyways, did you find the uh the name?
2: Yeah. So Z U I underscore N Y C.
0: Z U I underscore. He's gonna get a follow right now. Okay. Oh hell yeah. Awesome. Yeah.
2: I don't oh, like. It's another Asian brother. Know. Hell
0: yeah, man. We got. Yes. We got Dude. This this guy this guy deserves a follow. Right you now. think he'd be up to do a Zoom thing like this with us? Well, uh, he,
2: he might be. I'm. I'm not sure. He loves you know, talking about art and sharing about it. He works with the Museum of Urban Arts out there too. Um. And I think he just loves I'm, anything like related to art and sharing it. and
0: Awesome, man! We're gonna have to talk to him. He, teach. He follows you, bro. So <laughs> what?
1: He knows. Yeah. A- I gotta follow him back. I feel yeah. bad now.
0: That's horrible. <laughs> well, you, I mean, sure. look, I know, I, I know you don't you don't spend all day on social media, like I said. You got a lot. Dude, of followers. I, I
1: it's I, I'm horrible. I'm horrible <laughs> on Instagram. I, I but you okay. So here's what happens. Okay, I finally get a minute to like get on Instagram and do something, right? Right in the middle of what I'm doing, daddy, daddy, or sweetie, sweetie, you know? So like, yeah, I don't know. Um, I have a, a wife and I have twin, um, almost 12 year olds going on 18, both of them really.
0: Yeah,
1: Boy just, and you don't girl. Have any I don't kids, recommend right? it. I don't recommend one at a time. If you're gonna do that, it, yeah. it's better not to because,
0: you know, like the world's doomed anyway. <laughs> You just have Gretchen, right? You got to just yeah, and scared. I can
2: barely keep up with that. I can't imagine like a <laughs> whole network of people. Like,
0: <laughs> no, that's how I feel no, too. No, no, My no, dog's no, no, name is Tucker, and he's but like the, a big art, dog the like artist. The artist in me really,
1: really does, um, you know, uh, benefit from it. You know, because if you yeah. you make a, an artist too comfortable, you're gonna you're gonna get a piece of shit. But you you kind of torture an artist a little bit every once in a while. You're gonna get better, <laughs> you know, more creative <laughs> things out of them. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, when did you start with stencils?
2: Um, I started with stencils probably, you know, three, three, four ish years ago. Um, holy cow. Yeah. Some amazing
1: yeah. work with that.
0: What,
2: now how do you,
1: how do you do those? How do you, um, what's the technique with that?
0: Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I, I'm, I'm looking at them and they definitely look like very unique in terms can of, can you like show us, do you have any stencils
1: there with you? Can you show us what they look like?
2: I think I have some small ones. Let me get it. Let me
0: grab one. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because you know, her stencils kind of look like photos a little bit too, you know, like pasted. Well, up. it's the um <clears throat> it's the halftone.
1: And then some of them she's got like a um you know, the lines going vertical and then some of the lines are going diagonal. Mm. And so they'll she'll do one tone in like a, the vertical or whatever and then another tone in different colors in the the horizontal, not horizontal but vert, um diagonal uh at least the ones that i saw
0: i love it when i see different techniques because you know teach obviously being like a pioneer of one of these oh look at that one yeah oh
2: nice. yeah no this is one of the ones that i do and it's four different layers of. oh my god four different layers of uh different angled half tone line half tones uh wow. to the singular image
1: now do you use a um um What's the word i'm trying to think of uh plotter do you use a plotter a computer plotter laser cutter or do you cut them yourself
2: i i'll use a plotter occasionally i tend to um and you know i'll probably grow out of this pretty quickly given uh you know my wrists are sort of hating me for it but
1: Believe me, I understand. I don't know if you've seen my stencils, but I, yeah, I cut them and, and yeah, I'll be having yeah. arthritis uh, soon.
2: Oh, yeah. Now I've had multiple surgeries on both of my wrists, and my doctor hates me for it. For you know, the, the oh my God. Put. Yeah. Oh, wow. You went pretty 10... hard at it
1: then in those three or four years.
2: Yeah. Well, that's, that's what drew me actual to visual arts was I was, you know, out of high school, I was looking at either, you know, realistically basketball or guitar and uh messed oh. up my wrist and then continued to mess it up for a few years
0: oh I uh,
1: basketball I
0: see yeah what position do you play you said you're not a tall tall super tall girl so no
2: I but I, I played point guard and I was nice. uh you know I would do the tip off because I could jump pretty high and I also went to a performing arts school in a network of other art schools mm. so uh you know the athletic presence was pretty much me across the entire,
0: all of the schools. Yeah, I I like that. You know I mean? Most, a lot of artists aren't like the most like athletic people you won't, I I mean, besides teach, look at this guy. This guy's like an ex-volleyball player. Like, you know, I mean, Andy makes amazing work. So, you know, you do definitely get- It's (laughs) narcissism.
1: It's pure narcissism is what keeps me, uh, yeah. I look at myself in the mirror and I'm just like, gross. You need to improve yourself, you know?
0: that's where it comes from okay i i I see the connection i I try to make it work for me you know (laughs) self-loathing and then turning it into athleticism okay i got it yes now now i understand (laughs) now i understand it a little bit better actually
1: i I exercise (laughs) the demons you know what i mean by exercising
0: now now, like you know teach uses like a screen you're cutting paper on like uh the green board and everything like that like the cardboard paper right or
2: it's just just regular paper or i've started using. Adhesive vinyl too, Mm. which has in transfer tape, which has been a lot easier. But um, I think, uh, I think I realized now that this is a teacher's technique of the using the screen. Uh, I had learned it through somebody else, but as I kind of did more research, I came across. Well,
0: yeah, (laughs) but you're definitely, I definitely feel that you are, you are like changing it because like, to. What is that called? I, I would say they're doing a better job at it than I am. <laughs> it's just a different
2: job.
0: Hey, that, that's that's from the from the uh, that's me the,
1: talking. OK, yeah, exactly. So.
0: I, I love how you can actually, <laughs> uh, you know, just get such a realistic feel with with, uh, you know, your improvement on teachers technique, actually, you know what I mean? So I don't know, I've never seen anything like this. And I was just like, man, this is super cool. This image isn't coming up.
1: There we go. OK.
0: Yeah. OK, there, so here.
1: It looks like you've got a uh, well. It's not completely um, straight up and down, but you have one shade that I'm guessing is is black that is almost straight up and down, but at a slight diag- diagonal. Yeah. And then you have another um, shade that's going at uh, more of a horizontal diagonal. Yeah. And,
2: um, yeah. So it's four. Oh wait, the straight
1: colors. the.
2: Oh wow! Okay, I see now. And the yellow. So the yellow is at a zero. To, it's just regular um, kind of cmyk angling that they used in you know in print and stuff uh so the yellow is at a zero degree angle the magenta is at a 75 degree angle which is almost vertical uh the cyan is at a 15 degree angle right. and the black is at a 45 degree angle
0: man this is like this is not like wow. uh simple stuff man you, you know i mean this that's, is me that's on
1: steroids basically <laughs>
0: yeah totally do you take and,
1: steroids uh, uh do you take steroids?
0: she doesn't need to okay she she did she did athletic with artist guy. yeah. <laughs> artists, guys yeah
2: artists and like science people they all i'm not talking about for the sports i'm talking crazy. about
1: for the stencil cutting because this is <laughs> crazy man
2: no
0: seriously and you know we definitely i i've never seen anything like this and this is just so detailed and now that you're talking about the angles of everything it just gives it such a technical like uh feel to it and like honestly you're making some amazing stuff right now and uh uh oh i i love it that you're also into k-pop too right because i see like oh, yeah models. that
2: one that one was a commission actually uh oh, my okay, friend, okay. my friend asked too, me so to do uh yeah what, what my friend asked me to do a painting of bts for her stepdaughter and i was like yeah, sure. You know, uh, I'll, I'll do it. You know, how many of them can there be like three? And after I said, yes. And I looked it up, I realized there were seven.
1: Oh! Of them. <laughs>
0: <God>! <laughs> yeah. Apparently wow. like the kids love it, but it's just so yeah. cool to, to like see this whole process because it's like, man, this is so detailed and you're just getting like, you're, you're getting a result that, like I said, I've never seen, I've seen a lot of different stencil techniques and uh, like, how did you come up with this? I mean, uh, like you know, obviously you're referencing like you, you know, some sort of like printing technique that you said.
2: Yeah. Um, I'm yeah. sorry, I was
1: laughing at your dog, not oh. not you, right there.
2: Yeah, so, no, sorry. I mean she's <laughs> she's gonna do this nonstop. She wants she wants the attention and not just my attention. <laughs> She knows that she's about the to
0: dog is uh, in, in camera. If you're just listening uh, with the Frisbee, like, uh, you know, dancing <laughs> around. So uh, I, I love it. I love it. To- Anyone who's watching this
1: video is going to be watching the dog. Don't you know? It's like a cat in on a, on a play. You know what I mean? <laughs>
2: <I'm> <laughs> on sure. stage. Yeah, I'm sure at some point she'll get a burst of energy and you'll see her bolting back and forth. Um, she's just warming up, I think. Uh, wow.
1: <laughs> Do you have so, carpeting or? Uh... No.
2: No. No, she, but she's gotten really good at sliding and avoiding obstacles. She's mapped out the place. Well. <laughs> so
0: that's so cool, man. So let's talk about Austin. So when you went over yeah. there, um, what was your feel of the city like? What What did you think of it and all its growth?
2: Uh, I thought it, you know, I thought it was really cool. There was a kind of a. I don't know if it was the running joke or if like, you know, I'm sure people some people who are from there are like legitimately annoyed about it, but with all the changes that have come to Austin and all the people who I met who are from there, they're like, yes, yeah, because everyone, you know, from LA is coming out and changing everything. And uh I was out there for South by, which is when the event was, and I went out one night with um car part and another artist and like we met like one or two people and both of them had just moved out there from los angeles so like we're <laughs> taking
0: over texas yeah. people they're always like oh these people are coming over here
2: yeah <laughs>
0: Whether it's from the south of the border or from LA, it's I'm just saying they're always complaining about like people coming in, man. It's it's yeah. like real strange, like to, to me. You know, I mean, diversity brings like cooler stuff. You get cooler food, you know, what I mean, yeah. you get cooler art. And I don't know. That's my take on it. But like I said, there's a saying there like don't California by Texas or something like that. That's what I would yeah. hear all the time. You know, what I mean, so anyways, but did you ever talk <laughs> about what kind of music
2: that you're into? uh well in high school I was a jazz guitarist um
0: okay okay yeah
2: so I did four years of like hardcore you know in the music program like instead of like a big band whatever orchestra that most schools have we had like five different jazz bands at varying levels
0: nice those jazz Um, chords man they're 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 complicated
2: (laughs) yeah oh they are and that's like you know as soon as I got my first surgery you know because like I had to like stretch my hand in all these weird different positions and like yeah, play really quickly and then as soon as the teacher pointed to me that meant that I had to like improvise the soul and it was like crazy <laughs> <laughs> well
0: that's cool man you you like learn music I always envy people who uh started doing music at a young age you know what I mean because I feel like it was always just like kind of like a, a hobby for me until like a little bit yeah. later on in life but it seems like you know for you you kind of like made a uh you know a, a turn and then decided to go for the visual like what was the like um you know what like i said turning ha- point yeah or, exactly
2: um well obviously a big a big part of it was the fact that i couldn't really do music at the same capacity as i was used to because your injury. Uh, yeah mm-hmm. so um after that you know i spent a few years just kind of kicking around doing whatever working Weird little jobs. I decided that I wanted a piece of art, found out that art was like really expensive. And then I was like, I took a I took an art class once in like sixth grade and I cut out a stencil. And I remember doing that. Like we did that for like a few weeks and I'd completely forgotten about it. And then I was like, I could, I could make art. <laughs> so I just went and I bought. <laughs> I went and I bought the supplies they got like really you know cheap spray paint really cheap canvas and made my first piece of art and like I didn't hate it so I mm. kept going
0: I love that I love that yeah. and, no it's it's so true you know you see that especially I mean visual artists kind of get screwed on this a lot sometimes like I'll see something like really cool too and then I'll be like yeah you know what I'm gonna try to do that you know yeah. but in, in and in a lot of it's like nobody's you know, it's like, if you like a song, nobody's like, all right, I'm going to try to make that song and record it myself. And that's why I can listen to it. Like,
1: (laughs) okay, so wait, no, when did the idea of putting the, the artwork on the street come?
2: Um, I think pretty, pretty shortly after, um, I can't pinpoint when exactly, but I grew up, you know, uh, I grew up skateboarding and being kind of just an overall, nightmare of a child <laughs> so like we we went out and we kind of you know have our skateboards and be loud and we got our hands on spray you know just doing whatever we could two of them, it's okay yeah it was like ingrained in me so once I was able to like actually produce something that you know a little bit more worth looking at than the you know maniacal scrawls of a 14 year old skater kid uh, <laughs> it just seemed like the logical next step
0: i love it man well when you when you look back you're now that you can realize you're like man i was like a crazy teenager what was the turning point for you that you became a crazy teenager i'm, I'm always just curious whatever, whatever i <laughs> like
2: into becoming one
0: or just yeah i'm just saying you know everybody's a good kid until they're a bad kid right so
2: like yeah no i was a great kid i was like the best kid i was the kid that like, you know, everyone was annoyed with because I like followed all the rules. And then I don't know what happened. I think maybe things got shaken up when I got sent to private school. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I was suddenly going to school 10 miles away, I had to take the bus to school and all my friends were, you know, somewhere else. And I think it kind of came
0: out of you right there.
2: (laughs) Yeah, it, it like almost allowed me to like, kind of create like a separate self, like my friends from Near me, know this, and my friends from my school know this, and also now we're at the park smoking weed. So,
0: (laughs) you're you're you were able to compartmentalize your life a little bit more because you had like your school was farther away and you had less guidance, super uh, parental guidance, right? Yeah, I went. Yeah, I I could totally see teacher, you taking notes, all right, because because you're you're this is about to happen to you, bro. Okay. No, I'm not having any anxiety
1: (laughs) attacks at all over here. You know.
2: Just i just tore up this piece really of paper really in about
1: 100 pieces <laughs>
2: i'm so good now though it's huh? you know, <laughs> i'm so good now my parents are like oh, hey
1: you know what sometimes you have to know where the edge is before you cannot go over it you know um i luckily was not that way myself i watched my my friends go over the edge mm-hmm. you know and was luckily able to kind of reason with myself but you know i figured out that also comes from genetics some people would just you know genetically they have a uh, an addictive personality type or something like that if they get mixed up in drugs or whatever the hell it is they're going to be um overdoing it and addicted to it yeah. and uh, luckily that's not me but um you know uh sometimes do you have to be a little bad before um you know and get and see what happens before uh you decide to not do that anymore um yeah. but getting back to my uh, my question or not my point i guess <clears throat> um when like uh Recently, when, when did you start putting pieces up in the street?
2: Um, I think, I think I started doing it kind of, you know, like, uh, pretty shortly after I made my first stencil. I bought, um, a A bunch of, I was like, kind of scared of just like going out and painting. I wanted it to be as quick as possible. So I bought a whole bunch of like packing labels. And I made a whole bunch of little stencils and spray painted them on those. And I was just going sticker slapping and stuff like that. And as I got a little bit more comfortable, you know, moving up to bigger paste-ups. Um,
0: it's so cool when you see these small little detail stickers because literally it looks like a photo. And when you show us yeah. the stencil, I'm just like, man, like this is this is like amazing stuff. You, you know what I mean? I can't believe- uh, But that's, a,
1: that's also a natural progression though. You know, um, you, you start by putting up uh, pieces that you, you've done and then, you know, that are easier and quick to get up. And then, so have you, have you actually done some stenciling on um, on the like uh, wall or uh, boxes or whatever at this point?
2: I've done, I've done a few, um, I still, if I, you know, I don't ever since that incident that I was talking about with the guy who was like chasing me around and throwing stuff, that was, you know, not very long ago, that was, <laughs> maybe a year ago maybe a little bit less oh than a year ago. okay um Yikes. so yeah it's kind of I'm I'm naturally a pretty cautious person so like uh going out there and putting my art out there and stuff like that I get a little bit nervous so I was like starting to get more comfortable oh you that.
1: can't go alone oh my god yeah. no don't tell me you're going alone
2: I mean I I did that one time because I was so close to home and also
1: oh how I, tall are you just uh, roughly how tall are you
2: five six that's average
1: <laughs> yeah but i mean that's still kind of small it's, it's um, not you
2: know it's not imposing by any means but <laughs>
1: <laughs> no it's not um but yeah if you're gonna um and uh, god you know yeah
2: yeah you can't I think you
1: can't go out alone unless you're a big crazy looking guy like me you know what i mean yeah and no,
2: i've, I've anyone,
1: definitely learned that uh okay
2: and I'm building oh, yeah, so did, are...
1: did you ever have any problems with the law? Did the cops ever uh happen to intrude or, or not intrude, but <laughs>
2: uh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I managed, yeah. managed to avoid that. I'm really, you know, extra cautious about that. I don't want to have any. You know, in... The
1: father in me feels a little bit better about that because I worry about you. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> even though i just met you about what half an hour ago or whatever well <laughs> i'm mean, worried about you going out there by yourself obviously
0: <laughs> well teacher yeah. i mean you know a lot a lot of street artists you know <laughs> they're looking to get up on the street and like you know they don't have any experience and then somebody like you i had a dude that, come after me with a hatchet exactly okay? you know they, listen, trying to tell you. You they know, listen, listen to this podcast and they're crazy. just crazy like, i watched someone like, <laughs>
1: get robbed with a gun in downtown la i mean i've seen all kinds of crazy shit happen Yeah, and beat up at the Jack in the Box right across from Amoeba uh, record store. Just Mm a crazy fight going on. Uh, And I'm just sitting there painting the box and I'm just like, okay, just just your thing here. Do not look at them. You don't need to because as soon as you start watching them, then you're going to be a part of it, you know, so.
0: Emerson, so uh, aside from the jazz music.
1: If you ever what? do have the desire to do that again, make sure you got a, a security guard or something like that. Yeah. Not, I'm sorry. Go ahead.
0: You no, know, I was just saying, aside from the jazz music, you kind of got distracted. Like, what, what other, uh, I see a lot of cool musical influences as well inside your stencils. You know what I mean? What other music do you, uh, I'm just saying, listen to um, when you paint? uh it,
2: it varies, like, especially when I'm doing. Um, musical artists like that one uh that you showed of uh the artist on the box that's a rapper no name you know I'll listen to a lot of that artist's music or uh, sometimes on Spotify those artists will have a playlist that they've put together what they listen to and just kind of you know really getting into nice you know yeah like what they what they are about and what they like to take in I think it's a really
0: teach always Every tells me pencil, that too yeah. whenever he cuts like a portrait stencil mm-hmm. he kind of like studies like the person and then like learns a lot about them if they're gonna yeah. he's actually gonna cut uh, a stencil of them right teach
1: well yeah because what happens is you, you you cut a stencil of somebody and the next thing you know it's like they've done some horrible thing or something like that and then you're like ah, you know um <laughs>
2: I haven't had that yet, I don't think.
1: <laughs> I guess I'll throw away that damn stencil.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are some of the uh, artists that um, inspire you, you, you know what I mean, like to do your stuff, like uh, visual artists that inspire you?
2: Um. I mean, I think like the most obvious kind of cliche answer is Banksy. I got my first legal tattoo as a oh, bank rat. Uh, love it. What happens when oh, you're wow. 18 and uh, <laughs>
0: it, did you, was it um exit did you watch exit through the gift shop or like one of those uh, like a movie
2: i did but i was familiar with him before that i okay. think I, I grew up um i grew up really close to melrose and my friends and i would you know i had a friend and we'd go up and down melrose sorry gretchen please stop <laughs> we, would, <laughs> we would go up and gretchen's down gretchen's
1: like okay no we're going now we're going yeah. come on
2: the loudest toys, but yeah, we would go up and down Melrose all the time, there were, you know, a few, like, Banksy pieces that had been there for as long as I remember, uh, a couple of rats, and uh, the caveman, I think, on Beverly, and all these other pieces that I was, like, used to seeing all the time, and even though I think I was a bit young to, like, fully understand what they were, like, just the images stuck out in my head and obviously there's always been a lot of art on melrose i can't tell you anything else really that was on melrose besides those like (laughs) you know select banksy pieces
0: but it's it's so cool though really like i would say like 10 you know a little over 10 years ago it was just like this you know crazy movement was going on in melrose and including teach i mean like you know, these are the some of the artists that were coming up, and I, I love seeing oh, yeah. like these the so... artists inspire <laughs> future generations Yeah, it has been future generation of artists like yourself. You, you know what I mean? Like places. Oh, like... I finally
1: figured out. I'm sorry. You know what? Um, James, can you do me a favor? Can you look up um, Charming Baker? Do you know who that is? Um, Emerson. No. It's kind of a. Uh, it's an artist that um, your work reminds me a little bit of uh of his of his work you see
0: him? I see him, um, I see James. Him. Here, let me pull up one of them. Can the, you bring uh, it up? Yeah. Yeah. Um, this is one of the pieces right here.
2: Let's oh, nice. It.
0: What? I can't even see it yet. Oh, yeah. Oh. See what I mean? Yeah. Um, like the animals are animals are are, uh, you know, and it's uh, it's like a lot of different types of textures. Teach, why don't you explain it? You explain it a little bit better than me how they're similar. But I see what you well, mean. Well, you know
1: that's that's pretty much you know that's it. You know it's um some uh, different um like rabbits, whatever. But uh, sometimes he would use um, wallpaper as oh, a uh, background, and wow. um but just some of the pattern work in what he does. Um, it's uh what is that fancy word? To um,
0: it's definitely a figure,
1: figure ground, I guess, kind of like Gustav Klimt a little bit.
0: Nice,
1: but um, yeah, I I see a little bit of that unknown influence in your work.
2: Yeah, it looks really cool. I really like the idea, especially of using uh, some wallpaper. That sounds like something that I would like to look at. That sounds really cool.
0: It's well, good to, you uh, know, um, get new ideas from the show, definitely.
1: Well, Thanks. you know what? I, we actually had um, Kai um, Kai Aspire on with us. And I'll never forget one of the things that he said. Um, ooh, I got him. I'm sorry. It's, for those of you who don't know, there's a little bug flying around. I just snagged him. Um, he was talking about how, you know, if you're going to be a, um, a street artist and, and your work is, is up in the streets, then the work that you sell to your, um, you know, your clients or whatever should be on pieces that are, you know, either from the street or representing the street, you know, or something other than just canvas. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, that's, that's one of the things that uh, it brings to mind when um, you think about using wallpaper, um, you know, paneling, you know, any kind of paneling that has a pattern on it or something like that. Um, like at my parents' house.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, people barely use wallpaper. They're still stuck in
1: the eighties, (laughs) nineteen eighties, in you know, nineteen (laughs) hundred and eighty. Back before you were, you know, way before. (laughs)
2: It's okay. My my sister and brother were alive then, so I have some sort of segue into there. Wait, so
0: you have an older sibling, basically.
2: I have two older siblings and a younger sibling, yeah.
0: Okay. So you're like a middle child and I feel like I feel like middle child they, they get a little bit rebellious, but they don't get too rebellious. They're never like the problem child, you, you know what I mean? Because nobody well, paid.
2: Yeah, it's a little bit interesting though, because the age gap between my older siblings and I is so great that I grew up as the older child. You oh, know, my brother and sister are 12 and 13 years older than I am. So by the time I was old enough to really be a destructive human beings they were <laughs> they were out they were gone
1: <laughs> so were you the accidental child i guess
2: no no they were <laughs> the older ones were <laughs> they, they were you know like okay I mean, we I, fucked
1: up that too now we know what we're doing let's let's yeah. let's get a good one <laughs>
2: yeah well you know my mom was really young for the first two she was a teenager for both of them so mm, uh, yeah yeah the, the age but gap hey you know what
1: back in the olden days you know if you weren't uh, already childbearing by the time you were you know 14 or 15 um you know if you were 16 years old and you already didn't have a kid you were considered you know like too old to have kids
2: yeah but i don't course, think back then, then
1: they only lived to be like 40 years yeah. old you know
2: but this was the 80s <laughs> this was the 80s and my mom was 17 <laughs> like i don't think it's the same she was in school
1: <laughs> oh my god 17 years old in the 80s yeah that was me i'm i'm 53 i'm okay. probably uh how old's your
0: mom
2: probably that age i don't know i'm not good at math uh, so, <laughs> she's older than i am
0: so i'm around the, i'm around <laughs> that <laughs> i'm around the age of your your older older siblings basically because i was okay. born i was born in the 80s basically so we have a nice little panel of uh uh you know, age range right here, man. So, yeah. you know what? You know what's cool though? I was just saying that, like, you're talking about Banksy earlier, how that inspired you as a kid. And I was just thinking, like, how is it that this guy is able to appeal to, like, just like, look, it obviously appeals to teach, you know, inspired, you know, mm-hmm. a, a lot of different street artists, myself, just as a fan who's born in the 80s, and then you're, you know, yourself, which is in a younger generation. It's so cool that, like, you know, I always thought Banksy's like, Interesting too, because he's a UK artist too. So it's like, as a as a kid, you're kind of just like your mind is already expanded to more than hey, there's more than just the US. You know, I can go somewhere else too. And in a far off land named Bristol, there's like this crazy masked figure doing art. You know, I mean, it's just kind of like as this, it's just like it. I I just think it's like pretty hard for um a lot of artists to kind of like span this many generations. You you know, and that's something admirable for sure. Even though uh. You know, like i said whose who's favorite artist isn't banksy right but of course yeah. it, it definitely is well deserved
2: yeah <laughs> certainly an influential character
0: teach how do you feel about that
1: <laughs> i agree dude i totally agree um you know but then of course there's all, also guys that um you know like uh graffiti writers who mm-hmm. are anti-banksy because yeah. he's all about stencils you know to them stenciling is cheating yeah um, Emerson
0: how so do you well. feel about that and, as a you know younger um, generation coming up like did you feel that way or you you know I mean have you how do you feel about the graffiti guys that are just kind of like freehand tell us a little bit about that
2: um honestly I'm I'm just of the kind of mindset that if you're doing something and it's like a good creative outlet for you and you're able to share what you want to share through it then I think that's fucking awesome you know what I mean like Oh, yeah. I don't understand people who go through and are you know I get it a lot too on my art like oh that's cheating you're doing stencils whatever <laughs> whatever else and just uh you know it's just like why does it when did this become like a competition I didn't come out here to, like compete with you at all there's so many ask for your yeah. comment. <laughs> that's a good
1: point though you know it, a lot of people are just that's oh. those are the people that are competitive you know and they they, they can't help it And so that's why they feel like they got to say, oh, that's cheating, you know? They themselves have a really high insecurity about what it is that they're doing. And so in order to make them feel better about themselves, you know, they have to uh, demean others.
0: It's weird that that some artists feel it's like, hey, they get mad when other people are successful. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Like if somebody else gets a, you know, a a show or somebody else sells a piece, (laughs) And you haven't sold a piece recently, or whatever. Like, it's weird that, like, sometimes as artists, we feel like, I don't know whether it's jealousy or whether it's just like, oh, that should be you know mine. Do you,
1: remember, uh, you remember Greg Linton, our old buddy Greg Linton? He uh, Emerson. Basically,
0: he was one of the original bloggers for the LA street art scene in this blog called Melrose and Fairfax. But, anyways, go ahead, Teach. What were you saying?
1: If you look it up, you can actually still see, I think it's still online, Merrill's and Fairfax blogspot.com. Um, anyway, uh, that was one of his things that I just really never agreed with about him is that he, uh, he would call these guys sellouts, you know, you'd see him up in the streets, like, uh, thank you, X and, and Mar and, and Gregory Siff or whatever. And then they're doing shows and making money. And so he just thought that they were sellout mm-hmm. and I'm like,
0: it's okay to make money know, guys. What the f-
1: Fuck (laughs) is wrong with that? You know, like you think that if you're doing work in the street, that you just you shouldn't be able to sell it, and that it's just all about getting up in the street and you know the, I mean, that's hardcore, you know, raw, OG gangster shit that really doesn't matter to a whole lot of people. (laughs) Yeah.
0: This is kinda of, uh interesting. I'm just you're right. He's
1: starting to he's starting to jolt around now, hidden. Yeah,
2: she's getting she. she
1: excuse yeah. me, she
2: every time Fritzin. I take I have a basket of toys off screen, and every time I take one away from her, she's just going and grabbing another one. So <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for the distraction.
0: <laughs> no worries. So so Emerson, tell us what's your future plans with this? I mean, obviously you're selling stuff right now online through your Instagram, I'm sure, right? Like um, you know like after helping out dual diagnosis in their, uh, Texas show, I'm just wondering, like, you know, did that inspire you? Like what, what things are, um, to come for you?
1: Yeah. What things do you have coming up and what would you like to do? Uh,
2: I mean, I, I just kind of want to keep growing on the trajectory that I'm on. I'm, you know, getting some little shows, I think going to Austin and seeing that. Yeah. yeah she's getting, she's going fast. She just broke clothes hanger. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you were right
1: no go ahead please
2: yeah uh going but going to austin and seeing you know first off um you know seeing the work that went into it and i got to going in the last few weeks after everyone else was already burnt out and like looked like the hero because i was all like not having been working on this for six weeks straight leading up to it but you know seeing the work that goes into it and seeing everything get packaged and sent and then taking you saw it how it
0: all came together basically right like yeah, what yeah, it takes right? to put a professional art show in another city yeah. right yeah a lot of Great people are, are like hey crazy. i want to have an art show like and tour it globally it's like okay like if you did have that opportunity do you understand the logistics of how, how to so actually make that so fucking much. happen <laughs> like you know what in i mean like
1: logistics yes there's a reason why that word is so complicated itself yeah <laughs>
2: You know, seeing all of that come to fruition and seeing in, in such an incredible space to that gallery is the biggest gallery in Austin. It, you know, the, the gallery was it? Had in there is uh, the West Chelsea Contemporary.
0: Oh, wow.
1: Okay. Um, Damn, yeah, that sounds you know, nice as
2: shit. It, it's an incredible gallery. Everyone who works there is amazing. You know, the owner took everyone out to dinner and uh, their whole staff is incredible. And uh, just seeing... Like, just seeing um <laughs> seeing everything come together on such a large scale especially with the style of art that I feel like
0: I could just imagine if somebody was in charge of it and didn't put it together it's like oh no we forgot the diving suit who was yeah. in charge of the diving suit <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> like yeah. so it's like really cool to be a part of that and feel like you know I, I could be next I could be the next one to do that and i want to i want to do that i want to go back to austin and i want to have my own show out there and
0: oh yeah well uh, you should definitely let us know like i said we, as you know we we love getting to know you today and like i said anybody who's friends with our friends is a friend of ours you know and uh um, you know definitely let us know as you as you progress and we'd love to you know c- promote to the community when you uh have that show in austin or anything else that's coming up for you
1: and folks, I'm laughing at her dog, her dog just will not let up on her. Choking herself thing.
2: out on the basket right now because she's <laughs> gotten most of the toys out, and now she has to go in pretty deep. Um, <laughs> <laughs> y'all, if you've never had a dog before, don't get a bull terrier.
0: <laughs> I know <laughs> they look know. super cool, but they like any to choke kind of terrier. Out.
1: Anything that has terrier in it, there's a reason why the word terrier sounds like terror. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, <laughs> so tell us, tell us where uh, they, they find you if they, they're interested in checking out your art or, uh, you know, maybe buying a piece.
2: Yeah, uh, so I'm most active as far as sharing my work goes um, on Instagram. That's uh, at mrsnstencils. Uh, I, I also have my website. is mrsn.art. And uh, yeah, that's, that's mostly what I'm on. I'll post videos sometimes. I'm not a videographer, so it's not the most consistent, nor is it the greatest. Hire somebody. <laughs> yeah, maybe someday. But you know, I try do to trade these.
0: You know, you do cool art. It's like, hey, you yeah. do cool video. Like, how about I trade you a piece of art and you help me do a piece of video? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it works like that. That's how me and Teach got together, too. You know, I mean, yeah pretty it, much
2: gretchen, oops, gretchen's featured on there a lot too yeah i see <laughs> so it's art and dog content sometimes mashed up of the two so i love
0: it i love
1: it nice oh, yeah. very nice yeah thank, thank you so you. much for joining us today and uh give gretchen a nice little scratch on the uh, on the backside and um maybe i'll get to meet her someday um, yeah
2: definitely maybe she's she's a wild one
1: you know what actually if you are going to go out at some point uh maybe bring gretchen with you because anyone's gonna fuck with you that dog
2: will
0: tear them apart
2: she she certainly will (laughs)
0: hey that's a pretty good piece of advice oh yeah well thank you the audience for uh hanging out with us today um follow us at pttp show and leave us a review on itunes and uh thank you very much love you guys take care and peace i at lastrayart.gallery. Check out the shop. It has some of teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.